Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Kind of happens naturally. I dig it. Kind of like the introductions now. Happens pretty natural. Yeah. Natural. All natural. Means I don't shower. No, that's not what that means. Okay, so stays in, I shower. What? Huh? Oh, Eric doesn't shower. I don't know what Kyle's going to cut out and what he's going to keep in, so <laughs> let the record show I do, in fact, shower. Eric does not shower. <laughs> oh, so um, we, I started this uh, thing for, like, the Cassidy Disc Golf League to set up a 1v1 match play bracket tournament. So I got my first match tomorrow. Ooh. Yeah. It's uh happened to draw Nate in it, so so you're going to win. I it's pretty up in the air. I, I let him pick the course cuz I'd like to make it as hard as I can to win cuz then it feels better on if like I so just you're gonna lose. Cassidy. There's a good chance. It's match play, so you never really know, you know. I mean, you do and you don't. Yeah. Depends on how aggressive the other person is, I guess. Well, Matt, the at Millington, especially, there's just like a few holes that I really blow up on, and that's what kind of lets him beat me most of the times that we go there. But it is kind of his home course, so if he's playing well, I'm going to have to play really, really well. If he's playing just kind of average, then I don't have to do that much, but... It's going to have to putt. Yep, basically. Just going to have to make my putts and uh, stay in the fairway, hopefully. Dude, it was crazy. Did I tell you the other day I played around and I like made like all of the putts that I was supposed to? And it felt so weird. I don't think you told me that specifically, but we got on a small tangent on the phone talking about how your mentality changes when you're making all the putts like that. Yeah, all of a like sudden. Like how when when you're making putts, how big the basket looks compared to when you miss your putts, how small it looks. For me lately too, I just like I just have been focusing so much more on like just spin the shit out of the disc right at the basket. And it's been working. I don't know. Yeah, cuz like I I I don't know for I, I keep forgetting that at you know, at the end of the day, it's a frisbee and you're throwing it into a fucking basket. Spin it in there. Doesn't matter what the wind's doing. Just whip that shit into the fucking basket. Yep. And then and then you have a bad putting day and all your comeback putts are like twenty five footers, and then you become scared of doing that again. I have not been doing that lately. I've I just know. been running it anyway. It's coming. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> happen. I I don't give a fuck. I'm just doing it. Because, like, nope. then I, I've still been feeling confident with that comebacker. I'm like, I can still make this. I can do it. Just spin it right at the fucking basket. No, I, th- I think the day before or the day after we had that conversation, me and Brandel had the same exact conversation talking about how he doesn't understand. He's, so 
I, I'm an on and off putter too. Is that what you're talking about? How like one yeah. day I feel like, it, like I'm so good. Like I figured out how to putt, and then the next day I'm like, what are these arms? Yeah, are yeah. These claws. So he's had uh, he's had enough time to make it out to Cass City pretty much every day after work, uh, Monday through Friday for the past week. And I met him on Thursday, I think it was, and played around. And he said, yeah, Monday it was putting amazingly. Came out Tuesday, couldn't putt worth a shit. Came out Wednesday, it was like in between. And then Thursday, couldn't putt worth a shit. And then finally, um, I think he skipped Friday, but then Saturday he was at freeland and he was just making everything and he's he was just confused on on how he can keep that same mentality going day to day like every day so it's like how do you not how do you how does it not break overnight you know how do you keep that i don't know i i I was trying to like chat with him and try to figure out what he's what is going through his head for each putt but he he's he's like my mind's pretty clear i don't you know i don't really think about much other than a spot in the chains so yeah just pick a chain link and try and i've been really trying to get it flat yeah i think it's confidence i don't know because like i think it's i think it all plays off of your first or second putt you know like if you if you bang those first two putts then you just kind of go with every putt with confidence you know in your in your heart it's not even like something you can think about it's just naturally there because of how easy the first two putts fell right so that's what i think but and they i mean they say it on uh coverage a lot uh when you make that first like if if you step up to hole one and park it you're kind of timid on the next one uh if you have a long putt but if you step up to hole one and you know give yourself a 35 40 footer and you can it then you'll go into like the next hole just like full of confidence it's never a fun day at disc golf. I did that at Tags today. <laughs> Birdied the first hole I played. Did not go into the next one with confidence, so bogeyed it. But there's a lot of ways to go into the third hole even. Yes, there is. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> it's just, it's not a good day when you feel like you have to park everything in order to get a birdie. Oh, yeah. That's when you know it's like <laughs> fuck you're like i know i can park this hole but if i don't park it i'm not getting that birdie <laughs> is is like that's when your day is just going like not Relying the way you planned the it at all versus feeling yeah. comfortable with a 25 foot putt yep very different so if you haven't heard us enough on this show talking about how you need to practice putt please take our words for it <laughs> Learn from our mistakes. Actually, Kyle's been practice putting a lot, so I can't say much. I haven't been though. I don't think I've gotten better. No. I'm just See, kidding. The the there was like one week where I spent a lot of time in my garage practice putting, and I was putting amazingly for like that whole week. And now my garage is still torn apart because life. Excuses, excuses. Uh, it's getting nice enough out soon. It's supposed to be 40 degrees tomorrow, so it's like almost summer here in Michigan. Yeah, it's like almost 80 tomorrow, so... Kyle's got to get all the disc golf in he can this week. I, I do. Sadly and happily, at the same time, I got a job. Woo! Working and for the boo. man. So if you need insurance, call somebody else. <laughs>
<laughs> You're such a good salesman. <laughs> I'm really, just kidding. You really know how to sell yourself. Yeah, I I do. But that's why it took me so long to get a job. <laughs> he goes to interviews. What's your best traits? I don't have I don't any have good any. ones. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of suck. Uh, Are you supposed to lie during these? I don't get this. Do you want me to tell the truth? Right, like what's going on here? Tell you what you want to hear. But yeah, no, I, I'm going to go sell sell insurance. I'm not licensed yet, so I'm going to get licensed and that'll be a whole thing. So trying to figure out how to reschedule my life. A lot more busy weekend rounds where the courses are packed, I'm sure. Or uh, weekend morning rounds. Oh yeah, yeah. You're you're a morning person. You'll be good. Yeah, and I'm gonna still be able to disc golf pretty much every single day. Yeah, once you get off work, you'll have be off early enough. Before, before I'm only working. Yeah, I'm only working nine to five. Oh, I only work four minutes down the road, and there's a disc golf course in between me and work. So just like show up sweaty, covered in dirt. It's a. It's mostly over the phone. Yeah, so it doesn't matter what you look like. Really, it doesn't matter much. I mean, I, I, you do have to have like office clothes, you know, whatever. But yeah, office attire. Yeah, but I'm definitely gonna go disc golfing in the morning, like every every morning. So right. that's what I usually do anyway. It's cooler in the mornings. So yeah, now I'm looking forward to uh, whatever career in insurance sales. Yay! That sounds so exciting. We're probably going to do a whole episode about just insurance. Just insurance. Yeah. Because the people... People love insurance. Insurance is... An insurance life. thing. Anyway. Hey! Who? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to miss going to the Monday morning tags. I'm going to pour one out for my homies at Monday morning tags. Yeah. I don't go there, but... You don't, but it's been that that has been like one of my favorite ones. I'm gonna switch, I think, my cleanup to Saturday mornings, so that'll be fun. Hopefully, then I'll actually be able to get a better turnout this year. Yeah, for sure. You want to hear something funny? Sure. I have gummy worms in here. Oh, I know, Kyle. And I just, you know what I did? I just tried to sneak one. On myself. You gotta edit it. I don't care if you want to edit out. Your... I know it's all on me, idiot, idiot. What are you doing? Stop it. <laughs> Amateur. I haven't, I haven't had worms in the in the closet for a while. That I almost said horrible. booth. <laughs> it's not a booth. It's a closet. Well, is that enough rambling yet? <laughs> I think that's enough rambling. Fourteen minutes, fifteen minutes of rambling sounds pretty good. That's Eric. I'm Kyle. This is the Ono Disc Golf Podcast. This is episode 61. You clicked on it, you know what it is. Where we talk about disc golf and worms. Right. If you haven't been here before, we talk about disc golf and worms. (laughs) Those two subjects (laughs) only. Exclusively. (laughs) Speaking of worms, use our code ONO10 for 10% off over at discbaron.com. (laughs) Oh, that speaking of words? (laughs) I don't know. 
I tried to come up with something. I just couldn't. It was just kind of funny on its own. It was funny, but... It's just a terrible transition. <laughs> it's... Uh... You could also use the code ONO20 to get 20% off at FrictionGloves.com. That's FrictionGloves.com. They have disc golf gloves. They're sick. Use code ONO for free shipping on any item over at our Teespring store. We have shirts, jerseys, sweatpants, and socks, and way cool stuff over there. Check it out. He reminds me of that uh, that guy who tries to do like the fake commercial for his uh, local grocery store. You know what I'm talking about? Kinda. He's talking. He's like how he stands with you know product behind his back, and he goes, "We got, we got tomatoes, grapes, uh, uh, beets," <laughs> and like doesn't figure out the can't never think of like the name of it. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite videos I've ever seen. <laughs> And that's just what, what you listing off what we have on the Teespring store reminded me of so much. Just because I couldn't remember that we have shirts. We got, we got fucking everything. We got everything. We got, got shirts. Do we have bucket hats? Socks? No, there's no hats on. Well, there's hats they on They have there. bucket hats. I... We're, I'm making a bucket hat soon. I don't wear bucket hats. I don't know hats, if we ever made a bucket hat. I know people hat. who do. Huh? I don't know if we ever made one. No, I don't think we made one, but I know they're there, and I'm making one. If you're out on the internet, follow us at Odo Disc Golf. Yeah, uh, especially check out our Instagram, where Kyle made a series of videos of him playing in the wind, and it was intense. There's about nine of them, I think. It was intense. I'd quit. I give. I, I would have quit. <laughs> It was probably the worst wind I've ever played in. Yeah, I would have walked away. <laughs> I I was talking to you on the phone before I went out there, if you remember. I do remember. And I was like, this is a really bad idea. Turns out it was the funniest idea. It was really hilarious. Yeah. Because it was like really like not bad weather. At the beginning, it was a little bit cold, the wind was. But after a while, it was pretty nice. Like I had a windbreaker on, so... So he broke wind. Isn't broke like right a, through it. Another term for farting? Yeah. I'm a fart. Oh, okay. When you wear the windbreaker, right? To, wit, to break wind. I gotcha. To release me. Anywho, <laughs> that didn't make any sense. <laughs> to release me. Yeah, uh, so check out on Instagram for all of those videos. I think it gets automatically posted to Facebook, too, but... I don't think it does. Did you make reels? Yeah. Yeah, no, reels don't. You have to do regular posts to get to Facebook. Anyway, check out on Instagram, because that's the coolest place for us. It is definitely the most poppin'. Watch all of the shenanigans that unfolded of, what, it was like 50 mile an hour's? Uh, yeah, there was about 50 mile an hour gusts. I'd say consistent anywhere from 30 to 40. Yeah, that's insane. Maybe, you know, I, we probably had any, you know, 60 mile an hour gusts in there too. It For was sure. real. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, this one time I tried to throw discs in probably that crazy of a wind, but it wasn't at a course. It was just, 
in a backyard. I just tried to see if I could get like the flippiest discs I've ever owned to get taken by a tailwind and fly like a bajillion feet. I did right. it, but you know, it was fun anyway. You can try. The headwinds were pretty 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 real. Yeah. Yeah, I can believe it. The crosswinds too. Tailwinds were not really, you know, you barely ever got to that point. <laughs> it was just always it was literally always a headwind because your disc would always roll. I feel like too, 50 feet when winds are like that high, they're usually not just blowing in one direction. They're usually pretty swirly. Or am I wrong in thinking that? Yeah, it it was pretty consistent. It was like, but it, yeah, it was a little bit swirly, but man, man, it was just consistently such a heavy wind. Yeah. It was like knock you over wind. Yeah. Did anyone fall over? No, lost my footing a couple times. I almost fell on one of the videos. Dang it. Like with the camera in your hand and everything? No, like uh, on video, he's videoing me. I almost fell. No. It's it's in one of the videos. We'll have to rewatch him. Yeah. Pretty fun with sound. I picked, I went through and really tried to handpick songs. So go listen to it with sound. I don't watch any of the videos on my phone with sound. Well, that's you. you sh- every single reel I've ever made has a very specific song, specifically made for. Like I, I pick them all. I can see what the song name is. It says what the audio is. But sometimes, like the lyrics will like line up nicely with like what's going on, or like, or like the drop will happen like right as something's happening. Sounds stupid. No, I'm just kidding. I am stupid. You're right. What song is your favorite that you picked for the win? <sighs> the Trailer Park Boys. Fits best, yeah. It's, a... it's just like that That one, that video, Will tries to throw the disc upside down because he's just laying up to try. He He's he's already tried the aggressive putt. It flew 50 feet. He tried to lay up. It didn't go well. So he's laying up again and <laughs> trying to throw it upside down, and it rolls because of the wind completely another 50 60 feet and the the dun, 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 dun. it's just like so perfect in the background all right well I'll at least watch that one but no promises on the others i'm sorry i just gave a play by play about it but that's okay i can't think of the it's what the people Park want boy theme song anyway i finally got the new fd from Discmania, and it is never a better time to be an FD thrower. These things are amazing. I got a review coming later once I get some decent weather to go out and throw with two C-Line FDs and my NS2 just to show the difference in flights from them. But it feels really good in the hand. I hear some of the other colors are more domey. The greens and yellows I hear are kind of the most domey. I got a nice purpley one. Um, which isn't like crazy flat, but flat enough. My only complaint about it is they gave it a more, I think the word's convex edge. Like there's a little bit more of a curve to it, whereas I have one of my favorite thing about FDs is how flat the rim is. So, but oh well, I'll I'll get over it. I can't have so all flat rims. They changed the rim. 
Yeah, I mean, they, they had to make their own mold of it, but um, they did change the flight numbers, too. Instead of a 76-1-1, they changed it to 7601. so they are supposed to be Ooh. slightly more stable. I have stable. not thrown it enough to figure that out, but the NS2s are pretty stable, so I feel like even though they have the technical 76-1-1 numbers, I feel like it still is definitely at least a zero in the turn aspect brand new beefy i don't know if i call it beefy but stable enough so uh yeah sounds like a beat-up instinct keep an eye out for my review on them coming hopefully tomorrow no promises hopefully yesterday actually because this will release on wednesday let's go 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 get new fd yeah, uh, go to Disbaron because they still have them. It was Texas State Championships this weekend for our PGA Tour Elite Series event. And it was... Howdy, y'all! Did you watch the practice round? I'm almost through the second part. Did you cringe at any moment watching Did I cringe? Round? Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I'm pretty good with cringy humor i get it you know they're doing a bit i guess the only i don't know i've had i've hung out with people from the city and me being from a very small town i've heard of people talking about country folk and they use the same they use that same accent for like everybody from the country it's not just like they don't do just their southern accent yeah so i'm just like that's not what we sound like. Like, I am from the country. <laughs> like, why do you think that everybody from the country has a southern draw? Like, so that's the only, I don't know. There's, that was my There's country thing. that's not in the south. Yeah, so. Um, but they're in Texas. Yeah. And it wasn't was it, like. Was it a Texas accent? It was, they were, yeah, it was supposed southern to be a Texas. Texas. Yes, yeah. it's supposed yeah. to be like a yeah, Texas and southern accent, but people that I've met in the city in Michigan think that like when they're, when they're talking or making fun of people in the country, they use that same accent. So that's why it was just like, almost, it made me mad. <laughs> Cause I'm just like, why? like, are they making fun of me? Yeah. But I mean, she's from Texas. Uh, Paige Pierce is from Texas. So I yeah. guess I don't really have a place to, to be mad, but there's just a couple times where it was just uh pushed pushed too much i thought but again that's what they did a lot of it that's what the practice round is is kind of going over the top and just having fun with it yeah just being silly yeah and it was it was still enjoyable as as any other practice round yeah so. and it, it seemed like Paige pierce was having a lot of fun with it yeah i think she had the most fun with it for sure she was having a blast which was like pretty cool to see it was yeah i i had Good time just watching her, like, her and Big Germ on a team just having fun. Well, then make sure you watch uh, this year's, last year's World States, or World Doubles, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. because they were partners. And they're good as partners. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, first hole, they play, he throws it in from, like, 75, 80 feet. So that was pretty cool. I just snuck another worm. Anyway... (laughs) While Kyle's eating worms, the thorn it was called for the Texas State Championships, it used the same course as last year, but Greg's, Greg Barsby 
designed the new one. Um, he tried to make it like the, he's, you know, aiming it to make it almost like a Northwood Black type course, like trying to be as difficult as possible. I don't think it was as dis- difficult as he had hoped, but obviously it was still still pretty tough. First of all, he didn't think anyone was going to shoot a double-digit round, and multiple people did. And then he didn't think anyone was going to shoot a 25-under, and he shot a 25-under for the tournament. So thought that was pretty funny. Also, during the tournament, we got to see James Conrad throw, I think, three of his very rare forehands couple to get out of out of jail and then uh one he was on uh in the fairway but he just had to get around something that a backhand wasn't gonna let him yeah i think the last time i saw him throw a forehand was northwood black so probably so i guess you got him to do something barsby good job also greg on i think it was second round no it was final round on the live coverage Big Germ was fired up. He, I don't know, I feel like we see him so much being like the goofy, like fun guy he is. We forget what kind of like competitive person he is, but it was, I thought it was nice to kind of see his competitive side. He wasn't playing the greatest. I think he was like two down through five or six. So, you know, nothing great, nothing horrible either. And he made this big long putt to either save par or birdie and somebody said something to him and he snapped right back at him. I don't think it was, I couldn't hear what he said. and I don't think it was like overly mean, but it was just like, I don't know. It was, I think it was nice to see big germ competitive side is all, is all I'm trying to get at. Nailed it. Very concise way of saying that, Eric. Hope to see him on more like lead and chase cards with him being on tour full time. Like he is. Yeah. He's good enough. Yeah, for sure. He's He's got all the skills he needs. So we'll just see how the rest of his year goes and hoping helping it place in his favor. How'd the FPO turn out, Eric? Pretty, I don't know, not kind of exciting, but Paige Pierce shot a nine down. Pretty fucking boring. Yeah, it was, I don't know if I'd call it that. It was just uh, Paige Pierce got the lead early and no one could take it from her. Val, Man, Valerie Manduano. Came in fourth at eight under. Kristen Tatar and Katrina Allen tied for second at 13 under. And then Paige Pierce won at 17 under. So it actually really wasn't boring, too. The last round, Paige Pierce was like almost giving it up to both Kat. No, and- see, I'm, I guess I, that's the only part I didn't watch is the final round of the FPO. <laughs> so probably far. the probably one of the more exciting rounds. Gotcha. I'll definitely have to go back and watch it. I got a cat in here, so that's cool. Meow. Meow. Uh, Kristen Tatar is now headed back to Estonia, and uh, she's coming back for the first major of the year, which I believe is towards the end of April, so she'll be back in a couple weeks. And even though she hasn't absolutely killed it like I expected her to and be taking home all these wins... I feel like she's been on almost every lead card for every tournament, so she still is killing it in some way. Right. The person who's really killing it is Katrina Allen. She's been nasty so far this year. I agree. 
And then on the MPO side, uh, was super exciting. Really, really exciting. We had Barsby finish at third with 25 down. Calvin came in second at 28 under. And then six-time Texas state champion Ricky Wysocki at 29 down. Took home the win again. Played six different courses and won it every single time he showed up to the Texas state championships. And it was a battle. Calvin and Ricky were within one stroke pretty much the entire final round. So, yeah. So Calvin didn't make it easy on him. Nope. I mean, he did kind of give it up. Not, I wouldn't call it give it up. It was like a couple of those bad, like, not perfect shots, but didn't deserve to be. We can call him out. He gave it up. Didn't deserve to be as bad as they happened to be, you know? like Calvin didn't deserve to be there. The ones that slipped out of bounds by like a disc, not even a full disc worth or whatever. So Obi is Obi. Yeah, Obi is Obi. That's the way. That's the way the cookie crumbles. And that's definitely how Greg designed the course to be more difficult. Oh yeah, for lots sure. Of, lots of Obi. Lots of Obi and close to baskets, close to fairways, really skinny fairways. Our next tournament to look forward to is the Music City Open. It is. This coming weekend, that's where kind of Mason Ford had his breakout performance and beat Ricky Wysocki in a sudden death. Is that what it's called? A playoff? Playoff. The playoffs. Yeah. Yep. Beat him in a playoff. Looking, looking forward sudden to Sudden death. Sudden death. When does it become sudden death? At what point does a playoff become sudden death? When one person murders the other one. <laughs> nice. Three, two, one. Top five. five. Oh, yeah. We picked our top five holiday mascots that would be good at disc golf. Yes, we and did. And it almost, spoiler alert, almost rolled in to the top five groundhogs who would be good at disc golf. Because there's a lot of them. There's so many of them. I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole before. Uh, we're going to start it off with probably, I would say this is the most famous groundhog. He's been doing his job since the 1880s. <laughs> and that is Pugs Just Johnny that Phil. you can say the most famous groundhog. He's got to be, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. I don't know how one groundhog has been doing it since the 1880s. I didn't know they lived... 140 they years. don't they don't <laughs> i mean you can't argue with wikipedia man it says he's been doing it has it since uh, is it saying that it's just been one that's been doing it that long i mean you think they would pick a different name for it so it's a oh it's a multiple hundred year old groundhog no not he's just like 140 he's not even 200 yet so yeah pugs at tawny phil number five groundhog Predicts winter at a 50% success rate. 50%. Flip a fucking coin. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. What's number four, Kyle? <laughs> that that means he's not better than Chance. He's not. He is not. He's just... so It's Chance. You, <laughs> you could guess better than it. Because there's only two options. <laughs> Six more weeks of winter or an early spring. Whoever came up with that idea is just brain dead. All right, here we go. Wait, if he sees his shadow, 
does that mean he's going to ace? Is that is that why he's good? That's why he's good at disc golf. If he sees his shadow, he's going to ace, and he's got a fifty percent chance of acing. He's either going to ace go. or now he's we not. talked about disc golf. We forgot about that. Yeah, that's an important thing. But I just read so much about groundhogs at Groundhog's Day. I just wanted you all to know that he's not good at predicting it, winter or spring. Anyway, you have one job. I know. I got lost in my. I'm not research. talking about you. I'm talking about him. He has no. one job. Yeah, he could just flip a coin. I mean, it's probably because he's not the original Pugsatani Phil, or he's too Dumb old. Dumbass gopher. He's just he's too old to predict it right. Maybe in the 1880s he did it right. Anyway, so my wonderful <laughs> number four comes once every four years on February 29th. His name is Leap Year Day Man. I know nothing about him, so... If you've ever watched 30 Rock, it's a wonderful character that comes every leap year. And he seems like a jolly fella. I think he gives, like, candy or something out. Everyone likes candy. And old men seem to rip at disc golf sometimes, so... So, uh, does one of the main characters play him? No. Okay. It's like a genuine old man. None of them Somebody dresses up as him. Somebody dresses up as him. I definitely, when you were telling me Leap Year Day Man, I definitely thought it was uh, the, oh, I can't think of his name now. Like the soft-spoken, what is he called? Not a temp, but a... Uh, Kenneth. Yeah, him. That's what I the thought page. it was. Yeah, the page. He dresses up as him. He He's the one who dresses up as him, but he's not the yeah. actual Leap Year Day Man. Right. Gotcha. Still don't know who he is, so... Episode 30 of 30 Rock, if you want to go check it out. The next best holiday mascot that would be a good disc golfer is the Easter Bunny. He's pretty athletic from hopping around and hiding all these eggs. So, figured, you know, rabbits, bunnies have, have strong legs, too. So, that's where all your strength comes from for throwing the discard. And I, I feel, feel like, like at one point too we we talked about like Bugs Bunny Bugs Bunny being good or like the Tricks Rabbit we talked about being good at disc golf so kind of there's a lot of crossover yeah bunnies probably are pretty good at disc golf they all have gloves so they all have hands so of some sort maybe they have friction Eric, gloves you can, you can name off the number two all right for number it's two, really yours we picked Stormy Marmot and he happens to be. The groundhog for the Aurora. Is that a town? That's a town in Colorado, right? It is. Okay. For the Aurora, Colorado area. And he happens to have the highest success rate amongst amongst groundhogs for predicting in early spring or a longer winter at 70%. So if Pugsatani Phil is a 50% chance of making an ace, Stormy Marmot has a 70% chance of making an ace. So, in your face, Phil. In your face, bitch. On a side note, I've read about a pretty close to 15 groundhogs that predict winter or spring in uh, researching this list for, for this episode. So, if you have any questions about which groundhogs for where, hit our inbox. And Welcome to the Groundhog 
podcast. I will give you so much more information about Groundhog's Day than you think you would ever need because I am not, I have all this information. We went in my down head, a groundhog hole, and I don't know what to do with it. Lots of information. Yes, lots of groundhogs. And Kyle, it's a weird finished. hobby. Yeah, I mean, there's weirder. There's definitely weirder. Who just keeps groundhogs for? Is it any weirder keeping a groundhog as it is like keeping a dog or an otter or a... But you're just using it. You're like... You're just using your dogs for love and affection. This is a moot argument. (laughs) Yes, it is. Let's just move on and hear our number one from Kyle. Number one, we went with Krampus. He's kind of a dick. Huge dick. Yeah, he's mean. Evil. Evil. Almost like putting Satan for number one. Which Kyle wanted to do, but he doesn't associate Which with we the did. holiday. No, no, we did. We did it. What? Satan number one. What holiday? Krampus. Krampus. Okay. All right. It's Satan. Krampus is not Satan. They're different people. Obviously. Have you ever seen them in the same room, Kyle? We uh, should have picked Belschnickel. Fucking Belch-Nickel idiot. Now I'm thinking about it. What? Should have picked Belschnickel. Well, we went with Krampus. He's got long ass arms. He kind of looks like Eagle. With horns. With (laughs) horns. Yeah, just imagine an Eagle with horns. And uh, Krampus. And uh, a scary face. And he he already uh, carries like baskets. So so if you don't know a lot about Krampus, he steals kids. Not in like a weird way, but like if your kid's naughty, he'll kidnap them. And so he's. What's. Why even bring up the weird way, Eric? He's used to running around with a lot of weight on his back, so he's obviously athletic. And he's got, um, like, horse hoofs for feet. So that's got to be good in some way, I would think. That's so helpful. I mean, who's to say horses aren't good at disc golf? Are hooves more slippery on concrete? I don't know. I'm not a horse. Are you sure? Uh this brings me up uh brings up another point I'd like to like to see is um how good do you think centaurs are at disc golf? Cuz they can't really like get their hips into it, you know what I right. mean? Right, lower body wouldn't wouldn't yeah, you can't. So it'd be like a a weird stiff yeah. Probably not good then. I'm going to go with not good. Centaurs not good at disc golf. I'd like to see it. Yes, I would also like to see it. I'm just, that's my hypothesis, is centaurs wouldn't be good at disc golf. And now we need to find someone who has the science to back it up. If you have a hypotenuse, let us know in the comments. Hypotenuse. I know. Oh, I thought you literally thought I said hypotenuse. No, I, I was doing a joke. No, it was a bit. I don't get Thanks, jokes. Thanks, Eric. I'm ruining my bit. If you have a hypotenuse and you want <laughs> A squared plus B squared equals C squared. That's figures out your hypotenuse. Hey, that's a Pythagorean Pythagorean. Yeah, figures theory. out your hypotenuse for a right angled triangle. Eric, you're a hypotenuse. I am not. Anyway, that is it for episode sixty. It uh, got a little crazy towards the end there, but that's natural. It's all natural. We prevailed. You made it. We made it. 
So thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this uh, rambling display of audio glory. And hypotenuse to this dog. We will see you guys next week. And we'll catch you on the flip side.